Welcome to the Mimi B Podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and this podcast is designed to help you become the best version of yourself possible. This podcast will motivate you and give you the tools that you need to get to where you want to be. Hey guys, welcome back to the Mimi B Podcast. I just finished recording a whole Q&A on health. If you haven't listened already, go check it out. It's probably the episode right before this. And yeah, now it's time to answer the other Q&A all about the other stuff. So I'm going to be talking about moving away from home, uh, you know, how to be happy, successful, and motivated, and confidence tips, and relationships, law of attraction, manifestation, my favorite books, all that good stuff. I have the questions here and let's just get right into it. So I did a little Q&A question box thing on my Instagram. So I'm just reading uh, questions off of that. So let's, yeah, let's just start reading them out, reading them out. Okay. (laughs) Obviously I've been recording for too long today. (laughs) All right. So first question, how do you stay independent in a relationship and not rely on your boyfriend for happiness? What a great question. So I might not be the best person to ask this because as I am very independent in my relationship with Ben, I am very dependent on him. He is my best friend in the world and I do rely on him like quite a bit, but at the same time I am very independent. So yeah, all to say, uh, you know, relationships are weird because I feel like my relationship is best when I'm happy within myself. So there is that whole aspect of you needing to be happy with yourself and work on yourself to be better for the relationships that you have in your life. And it's okay to not be completely independent as well. I think relationships, the more that I learn about them, and Ben is my first boyfriend, so you know, I, I don't have, I only have one kind of experience with it, but we have been dating for, you know, almost two and a half years now. So it's been a while. Um, but yeah, you know, like I, I, I depend on him. I rely on him, but at the same time, I know how to seek happiness within myself. And I think that's been the most important part. The one thing I think has really helped our relationship in general is the fact that we both are on missions to better ourselves constantly. And the one mistake that I see from an outsider point of view with a lot of relationships is when the one person or both people kind of just give up and think, oh, I'm in a relationship now, might as well just like not really care about the other stuff that I'm interested in. Like I still do a lot that I'm interested in that he doesn't have any interest in. He still does that same thing that I'm not interested in, right? So, you know, I think it's just having our own life separately and then having our lives together that's super important how I stay independent in in my relationship. I think it's just naturally been that. I've always been very independent, so I don't have any tips or tricks specifically. I would just say, uh, you know, continue following your passions and doing things that make you feel amazing and great. You know, it's a blessing and in disguise that I hadn't had a boyfriend until I was 21, until I met Ben. I'd never had a boyfriend before, so I had a lot of time to really just focus on myself and grow as a human and become me. And I think now getting into the relationship with Ben when I was 21 is that it's helped me just understand who I am, what I need and all that stuff. Like I still do exactly some of the same routines that I do when I first met Ben and he, like, he's so supportive about that as well. So obviously finding a partner that supports everything that you do. So I'm thinking, for example, 
when I first met Ben, he was first sleepover and stuff. Like I'd still wake up early and do my morning routine. And he definitely thought that was a bit weird and different, but he was like, he loved it. He was like, yeah, you do you girl. And I still do it to this day, you know? So just having your kind of non-negotiables in place that really make you feel great, super important. All right, next question. Another Ben question. How you attracted Ben into your life? How to transition mentally from single to relationship? All right, really good as well. I'm all for mental transitions to attract what you want in the next version of you in your life. And I'm not going to lie, it was really tough being single for a while before Ben. Like, I always said, oh, I love being single. I love it. I was never like, oh, I want a boyfriend. But deep down, I did feel that way. Deep down, I felt like there was something wrong with me because I had never created a relationship out of all these like failed attempts for all these years until I was 21 and I know 21 is young but I started like going on dates when I was like 14 so I definitely had you know seven years of going on dates with people that always just never ended up into an actual relationship so I had a lot of self-doubt around myself and I thought you know truly that I wasn't good enough for a really long time and Ben has really helped me over the years make me just flourish as a person or just allow me to flourish as a person because I finally felt that I was enough. And usually I would love it if that would have happened without him and I could just figure that out for myself. But I'm not gonna lie, that's kind of how it worked. You know, I did a lot of work on myself before him and I was kind of getting there, but I think him showing that he loved me unconditionally and just wanted to be with me and I always thought he was way too good for me. And like, we just had like, you know, I had this mentality about it it really helped me realize that I actually am worthy of love and I'm so me and I'm so grateful for, you know, all those past failed uh, dates and and potential relationships because it's really led me to being with the man that I truly think I'm going to be with for forever. So anyway, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just super happy about that. But how I attract him to my life, I just let go of obsessing over dating and boys like the moment that I started really focusing on myself is the moment that he kind of came into my life and I was like oh my god but to be honest with you if you listen to old podcasts of us talking about how we met and stuff like I was still like once I met him like really really trying to make it work like I literally bought two different dating books like I was obsessed with learning things and I still am but I bought two dating books after I met him and (laughs) I was like reading them feverishly (laughs) so that I was like ensuring that I would make him my boyfriend because I was like he's too perfect I can't let this one go um so yeah I definitely like tried to like do things differently I was you know playing a bit of games which Some people don't like, but I think it's definitely great in the beginning of a relationship to act a little bit hard to get and mysterious and get them, you know, to work and and put them in a challenge to figure out more about you. Don't just like, you know, lay it all out. Like I think there's like there's an art to dating um, that has worked for me. But again, you know, like whatever works for you. So that's kind of how it all happened. Uh, More about my law of attraction daily routine, please. All right, so I'm obsessed with the law of attraction, manifesting, quantum physics, and all that good stuff. You know, a lot of people don't believe in it. I don't really care. Uh, You know, I, Ben doesn't even believe in it, but 
it makes me feel amazing. And whether it is true or not, and I truly believe it is true, I love how it makes me feel. I love feeling high vibe. I love feeling fucking amazing after finishing my morning meditation. That's all about manifesting and being my better version of me, the best version of myself. And I love doing my morning routine. That's all about manifesting and law of attraction and writing out my goals. Everything is positive. It's like, I'm so grateful for this, this, and this. I'm so close to where I want to be. You know, this is who I am. You know, I am effortlessly the best version of myself all the time. Like I write all these, all these like amazing affirmations all over. I'm like obsessed with positivity. And it's because I, I was programmed from a young age to not be this positive and I'm rewiring my brain. So all to say, yeah, I love law of attraction manifestation. It's changed my life completely my version of it. So my routine with it, I do my whole morning routine for two hours, literally just journaling, going over goals, just like, it's like my prepping for the day my priming. And then I do a 30 minute meditation. Um, I'm actually in the middle of creating some of my own ones. I do a Joe Dispenza one right now, which I highly suggest that it might be a bit like woo woo for a lot of people. Um, but I really do love his stuff. So I do this like morning meditation. I just got it on his website. It's pretty cheap. You guys can go check it out. Um, but yeah, I'm like dying to have him on the podcast. He's never replied to me though, which is sad, but maybe one day when I'm cool enough. <laughs> if you guys follow Dr. Joe Dispenza on Instagram, go tell him that you would love to see him on my podcast. Maybe he'll answer. Um, but yeah, like I love his his meditations and they're all about manifesting and law of attraction. You just like get into this deep state of like feeling your energy in every body part and then you think about who you want to be and you become them in this meditation and it's like the best thing ever. So I do that. And then throughout the day, I, the biggest thing that has helped me with a law of attraction and actually seeing results from it is acting as if, and acting as if is literally just you being an actor <laughs> and acting like you're that person you want to be. And in every daily situation, you know, if you feel like, you are going to a meeting or you're on a date or you're talking to a friend on the phone or you're like cooking or whatever, just like hold yourself like you're that person you want to be and play it like a game. Like if you're in line waiting for something like, you know, stand up with your, you know, your uh, shoulders pushed back, good posture. Like how would the best you stand? How would they speak to others? Would they look at them in the eyes when they speak? Like how would, like, how do they work? And just act like them. That's something that's really helped me. And I've literally just become that person. And the more and more work that I do on myself, the more I become that person. And I'm just so proud that I'm doing it. And it's taken a long time. But like the more you put the work in, the more results you see. And that's just a fact. All right, next. Best books that I've read. Oh my God, I love to read. I love it, love it, love it. The one book that I'm actually in the middle of rereading slash listening to. I bought the original copy and I read it cover to cover and I gave one to Ben and he loved it as well. And that really says something because he doesn't he doesn't really read a lot of personal growthy books. Um, it's called Psycho Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. It, it was written in the 1900s, so it's kind of like old school, but it is so good. And I'll tell you a story about how I found it. My grandfather on my mom's side, he's still alive, but he he went through being like really poor to really wealthy and like then lost all of his money and then got made it all back again. He works in property development or used to work in property development. So he made a good chunk of change in his, in his, uh, past. Um, he, you know, like I'm not 
saying he gave it to my mom and dad and family. He didn't. So it didn't really affect me. And that's okay because it's his money. He can do whatever he wants with it. But uh, yeah, he, he definitely made a good chunk of change. Um, and yeah, so he told me once. He told me that he read this book called Psycho-Cybernetics and it changed his life and it's the reason what he learned in the book is what he blames on his success and he was one of the biggest property developers in all of Toronto for a good chunk of time so he did really well for himself and uh, he said that this book really changed his views and basically the book is all about your self-image and how it dictates your entire life. Maxwell Maltz, he is such an incredible, incredible, or was such an incredible speaker and researcher and writer and a lot of personal development uh, content that's out there now is a lot, a lot of it's based on his science and research. So you guys should go check that out. It's amazing. I'm actually re-listening. Well, I'm listening to the or the updated version on Audible right now. So I'm just, you know, I read it two years ago. Now I'm going to re-listen to the updated version. So go check that out, Psycho-Cybernetics. Um, another amazing book. So the, the first book, and you guys probably heard me talk about this, the first book that I, the first like real personal growth book that I read when I was like 17, 18, my mom gave it to me and it completely changed my life. It's called The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. And it's fucking incredible. It's like, it's the best beginner personal development book because it's like the Bible. It's like 67 principles, all in different chapters, very clear, concise, easy to understand. And it's like, if you follow these 67 principles, you will see success. And it is just such a no BS, incredible book. I love Jack Canfield. Like again, dream person to have on the podcast. He is completely changed my life. And I would just, I read that book at a really pivotal time in my life. And I would just suggest anybody to read it. It is just like the best starter book. And it's just fucking awesome. Like the first chapter in the book, the first principle is take 100% responsibility for your life. And that in itself can just change your world. If you just start taking responsibility and stop being a victim to what happens to you and just take control and realize that you're in complete control of everything that you do in your life, like everything that you, that you manifest, that you achieve, that you don't achieve, like it's totally up to you. And yeah, it's just that first chapter alone, like really just shifted the way I think. Um, all right. So another amazing book, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. It's amazing if you want to, you know, learn more about money and just habits in general. A similar one is The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. Um, They're both about just like doing small things daily, but at the same time, just like the way they're written, really powerful. The Slight Edge is what my mentor, Victoria Radford, said changed her life. So, you know, every book is different for everyone. Um, It did really, you know, it opened my eyes, but it wasn't as pivotal as some of the other ones I've read. Um, I'm looking at my library in my little office here. Um, I also love A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. He is amazing and I, that's a very spiritual book and I love to kind of just open up a chapter and read whenever I feel like I need inspiration. Um, what else? Ooh, The 5am Club by Robin Sharma. I need to reread that book. I need to start waking up at five, not like six anymore. Um, I know, so dramatic, but it really just gives you the competitive edge and 
the 5 a.m. club is not just about waking up at 5 a.m. It is about just like, it's a really, it's a story. I've had Robin Sharma actually on the podcast. You guys go back and listen to that episode if you haven't. It is ridiculously amazing. It's one of the top five that I've ever recorded. His book and his whole like philosophy isn't just about 5 a.m. It's about just achievement in general, like what makes winners, what makes leaders. And he is just so fascinating. Highly recommend. So yeah, those are my kind of top books that I can think of right now. Um, all right. So let's talk about why don't you live in London anymore? So I've talked about this a little bit. I'll just kind of recap over. I moved to, well, yeah, I'm, I'm temporarily, I think living in Vancouver for like the year. Um, I moved away from London because I just was over it. I was living in France for a few months and the fall. Um, to be honest, my visa expired in the UK and I just like didn't want to go back to Canada yet. Ben and I wanted to figure out what we were going to do next. And I just wanted to, I've always had this dream to like randomly live in a small little town in France for three months. And I found this gorgeous little city and it was just so French. Everyone, no one spoke English and it was just like cobbled streets. And like, I was living in this gorgeous, like old part of town next to a cathedral. It was like picturesque for three months I just lived there and Ben would always take the Eurostar and come for the weekends it was a really special time and I will always remember it but um going back to the story yeah I didn't really want to be in the UK anymore I could get a new visa but it was just like it felt like a bit too much work for how badly I wanted to stay there um yeah the UK I don't know I was just kind of I think I outgrew it a little bit and I knew I didn't want to like raise a family there and end up there forever and I wanted to experience different parts of the world. I always wanted to experience the West Coast. And I, I'm in LA a lot because of work and my podcast. And I just like, I always wanted to experience the side of the world. And it really just happened to be that two of my business partners for this uh, online education company that I'm working with called the Influencer Academy launching super soon. They both live here, the two business partners. And you know, it was really difficult to always be eight hours behind and, um, you know, have that really annoying time difference. And I came to visit in November to, for work for the influencer Academy. And I kind of loved it here and Ben had never been, but Ben was always like obsessed with the idea of Vancouver and the mountains and the nature and just like how stunning it is. And we were kind of just like, Whoa, like, do you want to just move here for a bit? And he was like, yep, he was tired of his job. He felt like he needed a change. And it was just like a really spontaneous, amazing thing that we've done together. And yeah, for sure, at the beginning, it can be hard, the uncertainty and all that stuff, but we've made it work incredibly well. And we're both so happy. Um, So yeah, for the time being, it's it's Vancouver. But between you and I, I think I want to end up in LA in the next couple of years, just at least for a few years, maybe not to have a family. I don't even know what's what's in store for me, but I see so much growth there. And I think with the right crowd of friends, because I know it could be hard to find the right crowd of friends. Um, I already know a lot of people that I really like there that are genuine people. So with the right crew, I think it could be a really, really great place to live. Um, and just so me, you know, so much nature, health, that lifestyle. I love that. So that's my story for you about that. And then what else do I want to talk to you about? So let's talk about um, this one. What do you suggest when you feel stuck in life and don't know how to change it? I have felt this so many times, so you're not alone. I think everybody has felt this so many times. 
feeling stuck is a really shit feeling. And that feeling of just like uncertainty and not being decisive is also shitty because you just don't really know what direction you want to go in and you just feel like you're glued to the floor. And like as human beings, I think our, the, where we thrive is growth. And if we're not growing, we're dying. And it's like, you just want to live. You want to feel alive and like thrive, right? So when you feel stuck and uncertain, it's a really, really crappy feeling. And the best thing to do when you're feeling this way is to force yourself into a decision. And don't get me wrong, there are times where you can just chill and not be, you know, proactive all the time. But this is, if you're feeling stuck and like really just like hating it, you need to take out a journal and fucking write and just brainstorm, do a brain dump. Like, what do I want out of life? We're in an ideal world. If anything, if I could literally get anything that I write down on paper right now, where would I be in six months, in one year, in two months, in one month? Like, just write down what you want and be honest with yourself and don't limit it by your you know, insecurities and doubts about your worth and how well you can do. Just write down what you truly want and make a plan to get there. It is possible, you know, and I am telling you this from someone who never thought it was possible for a really long time. You get what you create and you can create whatever you want. Right now, you're creating something. Whether you know it or not, you're creating more of the good or more of the bad. And it's your thoughts and actions and beliefs that create all of that. And it really just starts in your head though, because your actions only come from your thoughts and beliefs. And the trick is to change your thoughts and beliefs before the action so that it's really ingrained in you and that you know where you're going and and you're confident enough to get there. If you just kind of half-ass try things and you haven't really changed that thought belief process yet, you're going to fail and you're going to be like, oh, I told you so. Like, see, it's like I'm not a manifestation doesn't exist, blah, 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 but it does. And it's just all about you and your perception. So I would suggest if you're feeling stuck and you don't know where to go, do a big brainstorm, like journal it all out. Like, I think that's the biggest thing that's helped me and just like work on yourself you know, and don't be ashamed of it, you know, work on yourself and put that work in because it's going to teach you that you don't just get everything easily. And the change that I've seen in myself, my transformation mentally, physically, spiritually, you know, everything emotionally and my happiness levels and stuff like that huge transformation didn't happen easily. It was actually really hard. And I had to put that work in to see that result and with everything in life you got to put the work in so I would just say put the work in like figure it out you know I was in a place where I was stuck when I was in my first year of university and I was debating dropping out and I was like what do I want to do with my life it was one of those like really crazy moments where I was like what do I want in my entire life like where do I see my life going and I bought this like empty journal and I just wrote until my hand hurt so much that I couldn't write anymore. And I wrote down my strengths, my weaknesses, the perfect, like my ideal job, my ideal uh, lifestyle, where I want to be, how I want to, you know, like everything, just like write it out and, you know, just make it an intimate personal thing with yourself. I think building that relationship with yourself is super important. Yeah. You can talk to a friend about it, but at the end of the day, no one knows you better than you know yourself. And, really working on that relationship is what's going to transform your life the most. And yeah, so I I would really just say do that, write it out. 
and just write down your strengths, weaknesses, and just put action into place, create a plan and just suck it up and just do it, you know, like just do it. Next question. Can you give us some tips on how to stay happy and healthy during the pandemic? 100%. So I'm seeing this pandemic as an opportunity. And I spoke about this slightly in my other Q&A about health and fitness. I am seeing this pandemic pandemic as an opportunity to completely flourish and transform. And right now it's like that caterpillar phase. And then after the pandemic is done, when we're allowed to leave the house, it's like the butterfly phase. It's like, put the work in now. You have the time, you have all the resources and just come out of this the best person fucking yet. And I'm so motivated to do so because it's like, when do we ever have this much time? Life is crazy all the time. It's like, this is amazing. It's so much easier to put the work in right now when we have the time, whatever goal you have. So I have so many different goals and I feel like I'm thriving because of this time that we have. And Ben has his own stuff he's doing as well. So we literally wake up and we treat it like it's, you know, like a serious day. Like we wake up six, seven, you know, this morning was seven, but sometimes I'll wake up at six and he'll stay in bed till seven. And I instantly, you know, wash my face, brush my teeth, get up, you know, put my hair up or if it needs a wash, I don't just put it in a bun, I wash it. And I put like really like an outfit on or just cozy PJs or like a matching set or like I just feel put together. Um, And yeah, I, I, I do my morning routine. I, I put the work in. I have a schedule and I'm just doing stuff and I'm working out and I'm eating well because it's an opportunity right now to make it a positive one, right? And it's whatever you want out of this, you can get. And this is actually a big thing I spoke about when I was on the Sister Diary podcast recently. Go check it out, the Sister Diary. Uh, they're one of their latest episodes. I'm on it and I talk all about this and I give such great tips. Maybe I'll actually post it on my podcast too. Um, I'll get the audio from the girls. But anyway, I talk about all my biggest tips and we have an option here to think of this as we want. Yes, it's a very scary situation. Yes, my heart is out and, you know, just there for everyone struggling from this and directly affected from this. But most of us aren't directly affected from this except for the fact that we need to stay at home. And that's an opportunity to thrive. I would way rather make this time a time of growth and positivity and happiness than a time of, you know, letting everything go, not even waking up and showering, like overeating, watching too much TV. Like this is not the time for that. If you want to be the best version of yourself possible, don't do that. If you're, if you already done that up until now, that's fine. Just stop now and start a routine and start tomorrow. Don't be hard on yourself. Just get up and go and put the action in. Don't dwell on the past. Don't, you know, say when in the future, just do it now and you'll feel so much better for it. So my tips on how to stay happy and healthy is just by doing really great routines that you know make you happy and healthy and just putting those into action. All right, let's see one more question and we're gonna end it off. How to be successful and confident. Okay, so um, this is all mindset related as well. You know, I have a whole online course. On, it's called the Confidence Course. I'm actually going to redo those videos and update it soon because the videos are from like a year ago. But the Confidence Course basically it talks about how to be the most confident, best you yet. Um, you know, my biggest tips on being successful and confident is by working on yourself an incredible amount and actually doing the things that you set out to do. 
the best way to gain confidence is by keeping promises to yourself. And that is the single-handedly most important thing that you can do for your own happiness and confidence and success um, levels, right? So just do what you say you're going to do. Make a plan and do it, right? So that's what's helped me a lot. And then also just realizing that I actually don't really care what people think about me anymore. I think that's randomly really helped me with my confidence and success levels because I get out of my comfort zone more and I just do me. So that's really helped me how to do that. Takes time, but you know, just realizing that your relationship with yourself is the most important. Whatever people say about you says more about them than it says about you. And that, my friends, is how I'm going to end off this episode because it's so fucking powerful. What people say about you, what people think about you, isn't even your business. It says way more about them. So just feel bad for them and send them love and just be your own best self. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I will speak to you soon. Big kisses.